Good morning, we're on Parakei, Mishnah Vav. And uh, the Mishnah over here moves on to uh, how we get people to fulfill their debts of, uh, what's it called, of uh, bringing, uh, bringing money to Hektish, or bringing a carbon to Hektish. The halacha is, is that if somebody owes me money and he doesn't pay back at a certain point, Bezdin goes and takes a mashkon from him, takes some collateral to... Uh, enforce the fact that he'll pay back the money that he owes. Shail is, what about when somebody owes money to Hektish? The halacha is that for Erchim, um, or for Damim, so Bezdin will take a mashkon. Similarly, if someone pledges to bring an Eilah or a Shlamim, also they'll take a mashkon. But a Chattas or an Asham, they won't, because a Chattas and an Asham is for the benefit of the one bringing the carbon is to achieve Kapara, so Bezdin won't take a mashkon. Uh, the question that comes up then, though, is that uh, you can only bring a carbon oil or a carbon shlamim if it's l'ratzen. And uh, if you take a mashkon and you force the guy to bring it, so uh, how can it be that, uh, what's it called? How can it be that he's going to bring the carbon if it's balkarchai? Uh, the answer is, is that... Uh, where Kaifa Adshiyam Roitzaani is that we force him until he says that he wants to, and once he says the words that he wants and that he wants to, so we believe that that's in fact what he wants to do because every Jew wants to do the right thing, just like by a get. Um, if a man has to give a get to his wife, we also will force him to give the get, and uh, we'll only give it once he says roitzani, once he says that he wants to. So Mishnah says, So if a person is chayiv to give money to Besa Mikdash because of a neder erchin, so you uh, take a mashkin. But if somebody is only going to bring a chatos and ashen, you don't bring, you don't force them through uh, taking a mashkon. Because it's for their benefit, it's uh, to get a kapara. If a person is chayv to bring an oila or a shlamim, he was mechayv himself, mashkon and oisai. So then uh, you do you do force him through giving a, taking a mashkon. Even though uh, oila and shlamim doesn't do its job until... Um, it's Luratzain until he wants. Shinemar Luratzainai. Kaifinai Sayat Shiyama Raitzani. What we do is we force him until he says that I want. Same thing is true by Gite Nashim, by somebody who uh, has to give his wife a get. Kaifinai Sayat Shiyama Raitzani. So we force him until he says that he wants to give the get. Okay, moving on to Parak Vav. Parak Vav starts off with uh, what happens when. Hektish um, wants to sell property. So how do you how do you do it? So the Mishnah starts off by saying that uh, let's say that you have Yisomim. Yisomim orphans have property from their father, and we want to sell it off in order to pay back the debt. The Yisomim are too small to do it for themselves. So you call in an estimator. The estimator. Uh, estimates how much the property is worth, and then you put it on auction for 30 days. When you're doing that with uh, Hektish's property, so we auction it off for 60 days. Uh, when we say 30 days, 60 days, that means that it's announced twice a day, once when the workers go into work for their boss, and uh, another one when they come home. 
Uh, the reason for that is is because that's going to be optimal time that the boss is going to be able to check out the field with his workers. Um, and uh, that's halacha number one in the Mishnah. Second halacha that comes in the Mishnah is, let's say that you have uh, somebody divorces his wife and he uh, made all of his property hectish. So we only let him, um, and he has no other way to pay back his wife's ksuba. So there's a over here as to whether we force him to make a neder that he will not uh, ever have Hanar from this wife again, that he won't remarry her. Because we're afraid that what he's really coming, coming to do is that he's going to take the, take the uh, fields away from Hektish. Because the fields are mortgaged to the woman. Her right, became, her right was first before he gave it to Hektish. And then she's going to get the field away from Hektish, and then uh, he'll remarry her. Similar to a case where you have an Arev uh, on a woman's Ksuba. And uh, over there, Sarim Shumam Liel says that uh, when, when a person divorces his wife, so he has to make a nether that he's not going to remarry her afterwards, because we're afraid that what's going to happen is, is that the Arev is going to have to pay, because the husband has no money. And then the woman will remarry this man, and then they'll take the Arev's money and they'll enjoy it. Uh, Sir Belezer says the same thing is true when we're talking about Hektish. And Rabbi Yeshua, on the other hand, argues, and he says, because Hektish, you have another way out. Hektish, he could, uh, he could be sure on his nether of giving the thing to Hektish, so he really wanted his money back. So therefore, we're not choshish for any monkey business. So let's see Mishnah Aleph inside. Shuma Yisem Shlashim Yoyim. Yisomim, they estimate the field and then they auction for 30 days. Yisom Hektish Shishim Yoyim. Auction for Hektish property is 60 days. Machrizen Babaykir Ba'erev. And you announce it in the morning and the evening when the Poland go to work and come back from work. Hamaktish Nechasav. Somebody who made his Nechasim Hektish. And he has a uh, ksuba on his head that he has to pay his wife, who he just divorced. So we're, and it's meshubed to the isha. She could really take it away from Hektish. When he divorces her, he's got to make a nether that he's not going to have enough from her anymore. So we don't, we're not choshesh that he's going to remarry her. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, he doesn't need to. Because if he wants to, he could be shoel on his nether giving the fields to Hektish. Um, in a similar way, Amr Abshimam Leel, Afa Arev, um, also an Arev, co signer, Leisha Baksuba, who co signed on a woman's Ksuba, Vahaya Bailo Megarshan, the husband's divorcing her, and he has no money, Yadir Hana, so he should be Madir Hana, Shema Yasa Kenunya on the Chasar Shalzeh, maybe they'll make a trick together, the husband and the wife are going to make a trick to get the Nechassim of the Arev, that he's going to have to pay for the Ksuba, and then he'll remarry the woman, and then they'll benefit that he never had to pay the Ksuba, and they got the Arev's money out of him. Um, Be'ezus Hashem, next time we continue with Mishnah